few things have backed up um, over time on the list of potential ideas to rank. Do you have any ideas coming in today, Chris, or should I rattle off a whole bunch and um, get you to pick from one? Oh, I thought um, just from the conversation that we were having off air before, um, I thought warming up. We, 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 do should talk do, off air. we should do warming up at some point. Oh, that's a pretty good one. Yeah, are you thinking just in terms of an athletic? Are you thinking- no, I don't think of anything in advance. <laughs> I was foolish to say. Well, let's see if any of these ones can beat that. Um, the shortlisting from what's been on my ideas to rank list for a long time, professional, anthropomorphization, trust, fun, special, perspective, generalization, solace, tenacity, and heroes. Any of those good, or do you like warming up more than all of those? I like them all, but heroes heroes jumped out. Had a little hunch, had a little predictive model in my head about what sort of idea Chris Andrew might enjoy out of that list, and I thought it might be heroes. Did you save it for last? I didn't do that on purpose, but yes, I did actually. Sorry, that was, <laughs> that was, that was a lie. Uh, those who listen to our lying episode, good episode, go and listen to it, know that it's, we, yeah, it's not a super high ranking idea on the list, but not one of the lowest. So I'm still, you know, I'm cultivating a general amount of it in my life even now. But heroes, let's see if that's a thing that will get to stay as uh, central to my whole way of being by the end of this episode. Welcome, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us for another episode of Rank Ideas, the greatest podcast in the world, where Nick Delanovic and myself, Chris Andre, are on our quest to rank every idea from the human canon on our ever-expanding list in order from best to worst. And today we're going to slot heroes in at the appropriate spot. What's a hero, Nick? So I'll define it. You're right. We are up to the part of the podcast where I define it. We're just smashing through it um, with no fat, no faffing, and no delay this time. Hero or heroes is an idea of a type of person or qualities or attributes given to that person, which uh, make that person a um, special, elevated in terms of their status, and more specifically, a person who has qualities that can uh, place them in a situation of not necessarily leadership, but um, fulfilling a very specific transformative role within society, uh, a role of um, championing or succeeding on behalf of a people um, or even a person, you know, like someone can have a personal hero. Um, But yeah, there's the idea of you are a hero on behalf of society, a bunch of people, a tribe, and you are either solo or just in a leadership role or as a standard bearer role of that uh, group, you are achieving great transcendent things by having great transcendent attributes or achieving them. You know, there's a great, there's a big sense in the narrative history of heroes of people becoming heroes, but there's also equally a strong narrative tradition of people just having intrinsic heroic traits. Um, those traits might include nobility, selflessness, um, just strength, vigor, potency, um, honesty. None of these things are absolutely baked in 
to heroism, but um, are commonly cross-cut with them, or you don't have to have... It's it's no one set of attributes that needs to be there all the time, but there is a sense that a hero has positive traits or the ability to transcend their negative traits and to do so in a very... To create and perform transcendental action. What else am I missing, Chris? What do you think? Um, I don't know about missing, but it's fun to think that those that a hero's positive traits like it's it's not that they're like uh objectively positive or whatever it's it's that they're positive to the audience of the people who are like to the um the tribe who hold that person or group up as heroes yeah like i'm sure i'm sure that there'd be in different cultures and different times heroes of two people who are the platform on which their heroism rested was it was the set of behaviors that would be um, abhorrent or horrific to another group at a different time. Yeah. So, for instance, martial, war- yeah, martial warfare skills, which might include straight up killing people, um, or yeah. um, in a modern context, I would say the Western world analogy um, that's probably insidiously global now is just the idea of um, the person who has freedom as an individual and who fights and transcends things in an individual individualistic freedom style way like the i think there's a real streak through modern heroic narratives about the person who is the iconoclast who axel acts against the oppressive mass in an underdoggy sort of way it crosses with underdog um massively which we've already ranked and which did not do amazingly it's in our sort of i believe that is in our third third so down in the bottom half to well i mean it's, you're not getting a hyper stylization of anything if you're um if you're the adversity that you're overcoming is like i was a little bit tired today and then i ate breakfast anyway i got up and ate breakfast that's not like the, oh that's not a heroic deed that's outlier i think there's like i think that there probably are some universal sets of things that people find admirable um like, I'm just trying to think of who it sort of have been the longest lasting heroes. Do you think that um, this is an interesting thing? Do you think that uh, a part of it is that that everybody in their own life, but just, like just to just to because you know living is not easy and you have to overcome things and you have to help others. And do you think many people live lives in which the, the outside observer, if they knew everything about their life, would say, "Oh, this person has never done anything heroic," <laughs> or "There is nothing heroic about this person." So the interesting bit you just raised was the idea that for something to be seen as heroic, there has to be a sense of big stakes, big difficulty, you know, dramatic conditions um, rather than mundane conditions. Like it's a grandiose idea um, tied in with grandiosity. So I guess that is the – that that is real to some extent. And then there is also like an entire – streak of the narrative which is about you know someone someone being qu- the quiet hero the you know the everyday hero the local hero the person performing performing things at a mundane level that are still heroic but even then there's the sense of oh this person has some traits that take them into that magical zone even if they're just working at the post office etc cetera, etc cetera. um so yeah i'm sure there would be certainly a lot of people who would be quick to judge a lot of other people as having no heroic <laughs> part to their selfhood. Um, but yeah, it's tricky because yeah, the, the, as we said at the start, like the, there is no deal breaker checklist of specific attributes that is always used for every definition of heroism at, at the time. And it is very culturally site specific, the idea of yet yeah, like a person who is doing 
things for uh, to elevate the values. For me to think of someone as heroic, then they have to be performing things that scan to my values of what should be done and what is and what is hard to do. I guess that's the thing. Like if I can look at if if I'm an ordinary person and yeah. I'm and I'm looking at someone else and being like, oh, against the great force of oppositions here, either in society or just in human nature, the, you know, against the human desire to just be selfish, selfish or lazy or um, not push into difficulty. This person is doing that in a way which is meeting things that suit my values. Than they are, then I might look at them as as a hero. I'm I'm being very generous uh, towards this formulation of me making that determination because I th- we'll we'll see what's actually true by chatting about it. But I think of myself as someone who's extremely skeptical um, and has low buy into the idea of heroism and the hero, even though I would use it as a hyperbolic phrase about all kinds of people because I enjoy hyperbole. It's, uh, one of our higher, more highly ranked ideas, whereas underdog is down at 70. I checked that before. Hyperbole, uh, might lead me to call someone a hero and that's, um, hyperbole still hanging in strong at, uh, 52 out of 125 ideas so far. I, th- I think another one of our ideas that it scans to pretty closely is sort of celebrity because um, mm. I think I think very often, you know, there, there might be an individual moment at which somebody uh, faces an outlier situation and responds in a way that accords with our value set and then, um, you know, that might lead to a, a, a sort of, uh, I guess, fame where their other deeds are then or not even deeds, but traits and experiences are then known and 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 it's the knowing of those in a unique way of, uh, uh, compared to other people that that can lead them to being valorized. Um, like I, for some reason, I've never forgotten this. There was a woman when I was young who was talking to um, my mum and she was saying how, um, because I, like I got a very long leash as a child. No, I got, sorry, I had no leash as a child. And, um, and and this woman was saying how great it was because how Bill Clinton's parents supported him doing anything that he wanted to do. And it really, like, as in, like, you know, even when he did terrible things, they're like, oh, you're just so great. And that how that led to, um, you know, him, I don't know, it's like, you know, they were connecting that detail with the success of what it is to be a, an American president. And I just thought at the time, I thought that's so dumb. You don't know anything about this person's life or like whether it's good to be a president or any any other number of things. Um, so even as even being praised for being able to do anything, I was like, you're stupid. <laughs> um, so I'm not the hero. I'm not the hero at this moment, but more the point, like I thought um, like, that's something that you see all the time where people will take. So, okay. So like we know Michael Jordan's extraordinarily successful at basketball. Um, I hope we know that. Um and uh, and so there's like a here here there's the heroic back narrative to then see okay well, what's he like at training oh he's really like he's ruthless and he's like brutal with his teammates and um you know uh you, you know he'll to the point of like fighting them if they're not trying hard enough um and so then there's the idea like that that's you know that's that's what it takes when that's absolutely not what it takes like that's one example of one intersection one instance of what of you know how one person was able to achieve what he did but there are other people who have achieved equivalent sporting success without any of those um um behaviors so this it's not necessarily the case but because we know all the details about michael jordan in this instance there's like the this is this is why i asked the question about if you knew everything about 
like, like I, th- I think of the, there's that show Australian Story where they like will zoom in on one person's life, and of course, I just feel like if you did if you do that for, for a lot of like, of course, a lot of interesting things emerge, and it's it's possibly the case that that's that's um, that's the case for everyone um, in a, in a nice way. Like, I, I think yeah, in a, you, in a leveling if you, if you, way. If you fully understand the circumstances of you know uh, people's capacities and and the adversities that they face and their starting conditions, and you're like, oh wow, it is. It's it's to see that you were able to, you know, get to work at all is like, or you know, see that you were able to, um, you know, to have stayed alive is like, there's a that's heroic now that I understand, um, and 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 because because I think that I think that 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 that's the that's the real trait that we're dealing with. Like I, I don't think most people walk around thinking like, oh, my hero is the hero Achilles who achieved these feats in battle of yore, or like my hero is. Um, I mean, like, you know, people might at, at, at the top of their head say my hero is, you know, like a sporting star or, you know, a famous artist or whatever. But I, I still think that there is the the trait of hero. Like uh, where you say you use hyperbole, I also use it. But I also describe people as heroes to me all the time, but I don't think I'm doing it with hyperbole. Like I, I describe my our, our mutual friends, Potsy and Justine, as my lifestyle heroes. And I, that's not just like a I – re- and that's not me just saying I really like how they live. I, I actually – you know, I think of how the choices that they've made. I'm like, wow, that's that's really that's that's bold and rewarding. And um, seeing how they would go about this thing makes me reflect upon how I want to go about things when I'm in an equivalent situation. And you can have a practical appreciation of them as people who exist that you get to know about. You know, there's the modelling aspect. Yeah, which you know is also that's the double-edged sword that I think is kind of central to of it. The, the idea that you know, as in properly double-edged, as in there's really lovely and great yeah. things to be a, about being able to have obse- perceived someone else achieve something against ordeal, against forces of oppositions, um, by inhabiting some values that you then get to say, I recognise an alignment with those values and their and their example has helped me to do that and that has affected what I can pursue. And then, like, that's actually good and then along with that is a lot of costs as in everything that's scungy about celebrity, everything that you're saying it's a about... Right? And, and projection, yeah. yeah. The, basically, the thing... I feel like this is one where we can protect a high version of it on the list by having it above a lot of the ideas that lead to a reductive projected idea of who other people are as i mean i what you were saying before about watching someone's whole life i think about that a, a bit the idea of just what a leveler leveler it would be to watch anyone fly on the wall style even for a whole day like particularly people who are held yeah. up as as great um athletes thinkers politicians uh leaders you know, heroes thought of as heroes and then having to watch them like navigate through a day of like getting their meals, going to the bathroom, interacting with their spouse, interacting with their other loved ones. Um, you're just going to see a lot of, um, things that are just, they're just going to be another idiot in all the ways that they're just, that everyone's just another idiot. And then there'll be things about them that are interesting. And then there'll be things about them that are just boringly mundane that are the opposite of that transcendental heroism. And then I do think, um, depending on what your values are, you're going to see little moments and flashes of why that person um, is worth celebrating around certain behaviours that they do. And again, it's completely contextual um, to your 
values, even though I think there are probably some things that trend towards, there are some human behaviors when demonstrated tend towards a warm reaction from human observers. Mm. That's mm. I would, I would say, but it, you know, um, certain types of yeah. care and, um, uh, yeah. you know, interactive activities that a, a lot of people are reliably going to look at and be like, I like, I liked seeing that person be that way. But even then there's, st- there's going to be a lot of site-specific detail from the doer and the observer in that hypothetical situation. And yeah, obviously I am the sort of person um, who, yeah, I don't think of myself as somebody who has heroes um, because my formulation is one of like critiquing that idea of having a reductive sense of who someone that I haven't met or even have met actually are. But that version you just talked about, you know, of having lifestyle heroes like that, that I could, I could imagine coming at that formulation a bit more, uh, and that having use of my life. I certainly have people who, I certainly have people in my life who show me that, that ways of being can exist in a way where I'm, it's very valuable for me to have seen that whether I need any sort of framing of them as a hero. I mean, I don't, um, in terms of, yeah, in terms of like heroes from antiquity, obviously for me, um, it's got to be Gilgamesh because sure he didn't succeed in bringing his friend back from the underworld and and death, but he had a solid crack at it, and um, that is the sort Spoiler of alert. that's that's the th- sort of thought. <laughs> but people have had a bit of time to get across the story yeah. now. <laughs> but um, uh, that is the um, you know that's that's the sort of thought leadership I would like to have seen. And considering he did that quite a while ago, I feel like more people could have got on board in terms of like let's just let's just start bringing people back from the dead. But um, but yes, in seriousness, I I guess the question is, are, are they unique? Are the is the good part of that double edged sword unique to the idea of hero- heroism? And do you need it? I mean, I guess the other thing that we keep, that it keeps coming back to is the idea of that being able to put a transcendental frame of kind of specialness and not like, not like other peopleness onto individual people, um, around certain things that they do. Um, I mean, another, here's an, here's a really bounded version of the question. Do, you know, people like, we like stories, people like telling stories. We've got story right almost at the top of the list at the moment, despite me spending most of the episode on story, excoriating it as being the delivery system for all bad human thought. But still, it is the delivery system for human thought. So it's at number four out of our uh, 125 ideas at the moment. Do stories need heroes? Are they better with heroes or are they actually worse with heroes? That's a really reductive version of the question, but I put it to you nonetheless. Yeah, I just think it de- it depends on every level, and when it depends on every level, then the answer probably is yes, because um, it means that you could whittle out a form where it's like, like, uh, yeah, I think I I think stories do need heroes. And what do you think a hero needs to be when um, uh, if doesn't that's- matter. Like, I, 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 yeah, that's that's where I think it's it's the the wrong type of question because then because then you're only going to get the bad form um, where sorry that's. You're not only going to get the bad form, but you, I think you're trading in terms because I, th- I think, um, oh, sorry, no, no, I think they, I think it needs to be malleable and I think they are malleable. Um, it's interesting because I, I, I feel like I'm talking it up quite a lot, but I don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm not warm to the idea at all. <laughs> we get it, but you know, that's, um, that's part of our rigorousness in terms of perfectly ranking yeah, yeah. it. And I mean, there's still every chance that we'll talk up every aspect of it and then it still has to fight it out against the other ideas of the list and may not do so very well. It's interesting in terms of the history, even the recent his- 
history of trying to codify characters in narrative. And again, I know that just fictional heroes or stories are only one part of it, but factually the way that people put fictional heroes together completely leaks into the way that real life people are valorized or made into heroes or treated as characters in yeah. stories. Um, you've got Joseph Campbell trying to codify the hero's journey, literally calling it that and saying, hey, here is here is the storytelling structural trend throughout um, fictional narratives um, of how the hero is laid out, conceived of what they do. And, you know, he, he literally codified it into 12 steps. And of course, that's been a hotly contested thing ever since, because there's a lot of people, you know, like anyone trying to be like, here's, here's how it usually works. You can have a lot of people just be like, I don't agree. Um, also that's an, or that that's a dumb way to do it. Obviously for me as someone who, um, I've played with the hero's journey s- structure a lot in my writing practice. Cause it's like just fun to play with the form and to have a, have a starting point. But I mean, the other word, the word that's been popularized, uh, around his conception of a hero is uh, protagonist, which is very much specifically about the person whose choices and decisions drive the action and by extension, the outcomes of their uh, decisions and actions on them and others is the, is, is the kind of point of the story is the stakes of the story, um, which is, uh, you know, really reductive leads to a lot of dumb predictive models from people about, um, how how a main character in a story has to work. It leads it leads to stuff like that dumb thing about people arguing over whether Raiders of the Lost Ark is a good film because uh, on paper none of uh, Indiana Jones's actions um, strongly influence the final outcome, which is like just classic like um, and like solution in search of a problem stuff, where it's just kind of like well um, you're that you're just talking about a movie that everybody likes, so like what if if it if it uh, even though you could like, there's th- at, least, you, at least three arguments you can make for why it still perfectly follows the rules, even though his ostensible actions don't match up in the way you think. But also, like, how, how does it possibly matter if um, there's something clearly resonant and enjoyable and entertaining about this story? And this, and people think of yeah, that, ca- sure. and people think of that character as a hero. Yeah, that's just a classic. Like, I mean, that's just getting sucked into the semantic codification arguments rather than um, the principles of what heroes like it like when we're looking at heroes here we're not looking at is the hero's journey a good mapping of not just the hero's journey heroism or or story or whatever sorry yeah it's it's looping us back around to what you were talking about before which is people using it as a as a predictive model or a post hoc justification to uh judge what behaviors are good behaviors so the bill (laughs) the bill clinton example from your childhood of someone of someone being like okay i I can strongly predict that what you're doing with your child here is going to work out well because of, you know, whatever narrative I've invested in about whatever person or the Michael Jordan example where someone is judged as being a a heroic success in an area. And so then once information about their behaviors come is clear to all those behaviors get post hoc codified as heroic, you know, the thing that otherwise might be thought of in other situations as, as bullying or mean or selfish gets, gets framed as like, well, no, these, this is, this is exactly right. This is, these are the laudable behaviors and we're going to put this heroic narrative on it, which is just some very human heuristic trying to like, it's just people trying to work out how you should be and how to achieve things. 
and yeah. and protecting their ability to like something that they like. Like it's just it's just like, oh, I just I like I like that person. I really like him actually. I've never met it, whether it's a person they've they're only observing from a distance or someone that they've met and they're just like, no, I really like them kind of to a transcendental level and I want a way to explain that and I want a label to put on that. I feel like that's it would be weird to not state that as an obvious thing that is happening with this. Um when, and and I think it's often happening when someone's saying that Blar is their hero, you know? Yeah, and uh, yeah, there's that classic thing for both that you and I don't really seem to have an interesting engagement with where people will ascribe a hero, like a hero at a distance and then they'll be, that hero will do something that's not accordant with the value set of the person who's valorizing them or the group is valorizing them. And then they're like so shocked that there's like, and, and like b- betrayed and then angry at that person for, yeah, you know, they, displaying other traits. <laughs> like exactly. When you, when you obviously don't know the exhaustive self-worth of this individual anyway. And they'll either do that. They'll either be suddenly dismayed and they'll have to. It'll it'll have big disruptive stakes for them to have to confront this person's full humanity, or or they'll defend them. They'll go the other half and they'll be like, oh, actually, I will I will now tweak, without even realising I'm doing it, I will tweak my own yeah. values to maintain the the heroism narrative of this person. And I think, but, yeah. But the reason I brought that up is because I, I don't think that's the only model of heroism that has to exist or does exist. Like, I think at the same time, you could, you know, um, you know, it's perfectly reasonable to imagine a situation in which... Um, you know, the, the person that is heroic to you or the actions that are heroic that they display are bounded to the ones of the circumstances that they're in. And then, um, and the, and those could involve they, like the, the definitive element of those behaviors could be, oh, they're really calibrative and, um, considered, you know, and, um, yeah. you know, not, not reacting to small bits of information and, um, displaying great care for everyone around them and, and humility in, in not assuming to know everything or, so just any number of things. Um, totally. And th- this is the thing, right? Um, the the interesting thing about heroism is it has the flexibility to contain literally any aspect of human behavior. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. you know. Which, and, just, and just because that normally is tedious, um, that, yeah. doesn't, that doesn't necessarily go against the the form because because people are normally tedious. I think it's just another double-edged sword. Like, I th- yeah, the more, this, is, this is feeling like it's one of the ideas – we've ranked cheating in the past and I always, that's the one I always bring up as one where I go, man, there is so much great in it and so much dicey in it. And that's just it. Like that. And the things that are great about it are what's dicey. Like they're very embedded. Like I, I do think there's a chunk of what's bad or good about heroism that can be protected by the, having the right ideas above it and below it on the list, elevated or de-emphasized. But also I think there's just a, there's just a level to where it's like, it's just good and bad in one in a lot of what it intrinsically is. Um, and yeah, maybe not like the goods. I don't think this is going to be one where the goods take it really high, but um, I think the goods are there and aren't, I can't imagine it being like a, a bottom idea. It feels, yeah, it'll either be, it'll, I, my hunch is it'll be either somewhere around that cheating zone or maybe down around say marriage where, you know, with the part of the list where we were really kind of like, yeah, you know, like sure. Um, you can have that if you want it. Yeah, and I think to get to that, even to that, to that end of the conversation, you need to talk about like what are the elements of it that are completely 
you could chop them out into other ideas. It doesn't need to exist. Yeah, I think celebrity. So you don't get the bad form. Yeah, so I mean, we don't have to like relitigate celebrity. We can um, or genius. We you can. Uh, but I mean the posi- the positive elements like oh like, yeah I think, sure. Um, you know, like the the you know the modeling or like um, yeah, example like yeah. Because because modeling is a really is a really big one because I think um, it is. I think I think a big part of a hero is like okay if you share that if based on your value set the person that you would elevate or the acts of to be heroic are ones that if you were in the same circumstance you would hope to to do the same thing yeah i'll put i'll put modeling on the ideas to rank list i think that's a good one i'm not sure if we because yeah i'm not sure if we have any other ideas on the list at the moment that really that are a strong capture of that the of of the thing that would end up way above hero heroism heroes because yeah that basic idea of presenting best case examples or something or just promising or useful or fun examples of things lovely examples of things yeah i don't know if we have a strong i feel like often like like there is that outlier element like i think very few people would say they they when they i think very few people when you think of you know what heroism is it's 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 not a mundane thing it's people responding often to extreme situations but yeah but not necessarily um but advancing a kind of like thought a kind of widening of the imagination space yeah yeah that makes sense i guess the closest we don't have anything super close the closest we have in the top echelons at list at the moment is at number 13 we've got beauty which is kind of sort of abstractly related but that idea of yeah something that represents like part of what beauty is is something that represents a, a, the most open part of the imagination space in terms of what you can connect positively to um or experience positively the but yeah but that's still a ways off from the idea of yeah opening up the imagination space by example so that'll be fun let's yeah definitely putting a pin in that to think of what other superior ideas we can have about that but Heroes is the idea we're ranking now. Can you think separate to that? Is there any other kind of really positively loading aspects of it um, related to or above that or separate to that that um, need to be said or any other aspects of heroism that need to be talking? Well, it's, to be- it's enjoyable. If you, if, you were to, if you were to remove heroism from discourse, like uh, I think that's probably something that you like that everybody engages in without even conceiving it as such, like in any... Um, like in any in any realm where you're trying to do something and you know that somebody has done an extremely good version of what it is that you're trying to do or um and, and that doesn't have to be like you know endeavors that are considered to be great that could be humble things as well but um i think it's i think there's like a um it's it it it, it offers like a, an iconic one-stop shop modeling rather than just like this is good modeling it's it's like uh i think the the narrative loading maybe offers a different, um, like an enjoyable quality to it. People seem to enjoy it. And it's a way to recognize people. That's the thing. Like, I think we can easily, we, we can easily stress out at the idea of people being over-recognized, overlorded or done so in a reductive way, but it also has, it also has the potential for people who otherwise might not get, might not have the things they're doing thought of as special, have the things that they're doing thought of as special and nice or just, or just extra valuable. The um, it would be interesting to rank special, but yet the idea of, I mean, again, going back to kind of narratives, the there is 
a fairly long-standing kind of discourse that again runs a bit uncomfortably alongside underdog but still has some understandable bits which is you know people wanting to talk about and push the boundaries of and remodel what types of people from what types of backgrounds and situations can be the main character in a story um, as opposed to like a side character or a supporting character and a lot of that is to do with just the flawed nature again i think there is a lot to push on about the idea of you know, basic narrative form of being based around, oh, you have one main character and uh, everyone else is flowing out as a supporter of their story. Like, that's not the only way to do stories and shouldn't be and could be pushed on a lot. That said, it is one way to do stories that's perfectly good and effective. Anything that's annoying about it is just that it's become so chokingly prevalent as the way. Um, but if you could counteract that, there'd be no problem with it per se of just having like a... a a, a main character, a story that is that is central character driven, but I think it is, um, yeah, it is. Again, it's another double edged sword. Like it's it's a good heuristically for the brain having a story be like, here's the character that you need to care about. Here's some other characters that you sort of secondarily care about, and then everyone else is just kind of a faceless supporter to the role. Here's the character that you hiss at. That's very limited, but it's also like limited forms can be fine. It's, but you know, if there was, if we were in, it's similar to diversity in our argument. It's like this, the stakes having more weirder and different types of character makes ups in stories. The more you have, the less stakes any one story has to have on it about representing an entire, this, you know, an entire view of the world or a population. And each one would, yeah. have, each one would have more of a chance to be whatever weird specific thing it's trying to be. Again, digressing, digressing a lot into narrative form stuff because uh, uh, yeah, I, I think it, about it, it. Yeah, but to come up with the same point, which is that it's like it's, it doesn't have to be. It's it's not a you don't you don't need the universal conception. Yeah. yeah, even if you do need heroes for stories, you don't need a story to be driven around a single hero. Um, as as the one thing that's going on, um, and also, or, story doesn't need to be like not every story has to be a bible. You know, like that's um, it. Yeah. Yes. Like exactly. like you come you come across people you know, or at least I'm, I'm sure we all come across people that we're like, we hear what their story is and their deeds. And we're shocked that more people don't talk about or understand what they did because it's so compelling to us and our own value set. Um, and it, and it doesn't need to be broader than, uh, I don't know, like, uh, what's, what's an example, that Russian guy, that Russian guy in the eighties who, um, he, you know, got the sign on it. Here's a, here's a, you know, uh, responding. His, his job was to monitor nuclear threats. He got the sign yep. on the screen that um, nuclear missiles are com coming in. He decided to do to do nothing, um, you know, at personal cost, and um, a, a rather than launch an all-out nuclear, what, what was considered to be retaliation at the time, based on the information they had, but it was turned it turned out to be faulty. Um, monitoring equipment and could have needlessly, you know, wiped out a fair chunk of our life as we know it. And, um, and that individual, uh, that you know, individual person, person's actions, which were clearly driven by a specific type of selfhood that included whatever his values were, but also just, you know, um, his vectors of judgment. And certainly it's a very modern hero story in terms of like individual action against, um, forces of societal opposition and uh, yeah i mean he was, he was breaking the rules that of the of the environment that he was in to 
to serve a higher thing. And that, you know, and, and, and I think to see that, that, um, him as the hero in that story or like to, to see there's a heroism in those actions. I don't think that doesn't at all, um, have to go outside the boundaries of in this circumstance, this guy did this. Isn't that great? It doesn't, it doesn't then be like, oh man, this guy was so good. Um, you know, oh, and he uh, abandoned his kids. You've got to do that if you want to. Like that stuff yeah. doesn't have to exist yeah. at all. Like, like there's no other. There's no. There's no additional detail that you need to to find that guy, the hero of that story. That's um, right. And there's and and there's and there's no temptation to find additional details. Really, I mean, obviously for some people there will be, but I don't think, um, you know, if you to share that story and say wasn't that a heroic act, I don't think anyone would be like, yeah, but you know, um. yeah, I hear exactly, and also. The thing that commonly happens, you know, the kind of milkshake duck uh, modern internet phenomenon where it's like people get excited about a person and then as more biographical information comes out of the, there's a sense of like, oh, they're bad actually. It's like that guy, yep. and not knowing anything about that guy, you could I could find out that he literally was also a child murderer and that would certainly complicate the story, but it would not meaningfully change the magnitude of his of of what his actions <laughs> what the actions of his that we know about uh caused in terms of positive outcome for the world yep and the elements of that bounded situation in which you would want to do the same behavior and why exactly and you know there are examples there are much more kind of reductive examples of just people uh completely buck wild in their mix of selfhoods and outcomes throughout human history, like the guy who, um, that German guy who both invented, essentially invented the processes that created modern agriculture and the the scope for, like, the, oh, yeah. you know, modernity, and then also, like, invented, like, the early chemical warfare components uh, that made World War One particularly horrific and, you know, just did bo- did both those things. Yeah, and again, it's, you, you can you can get to a really mundane, boring version of the point there, which is just like, whoa, pe- people are, people are a mixed bag, but really it's, it's more about, we're talking more about how you formulate the stories and what, I guess the takeaways, like literally the, the boil downs and what you take, yeah. what you take away from looking at people in, and who they are and their actions and the story of them. I like to imagine that that German guy, those were his two stated goals. <laughs> <laughs> that would be, that he just really yeah. nailed it. I mean, if nothing else, he was very outcomes focused individual. <laughs> All right. I'll, yeah. I'll, when I write the uh, the biopic script, that's how I'm going to write it. It's just him at him at 14, just being like, I'll, I'll meditating. Sh- I'll show you, Frau. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to create. You won't be. You won't be. You'll be laughing on the other side of your face when I've invented modern agriculture and modern chemical warfare. Oh, the- Fritz, always dreaming. <laughs> Should we go to the list, or do, are there other things? I to- think we have to because I can't really think. I can't really abstract any um, additional v- uh, valor, or um, yeah. I've otherwise. actually, I've actually been looking at it with one eye, and I'm going to start with a pretty big band of ideas, kind of across the middle of the list. A because I always think it's fun uh, for the listeners for us to check in with a whole chunk of the list and the order, remind people of some of the order, but also because yeah, it's hard for me to have an immediate instinct. Um, as in, I have a few competing instincts for where it could go. So, um, for now I'm setting pornography as a hard ceiling, which is 20, 40, 60, 62. So around the halfway mark. And I'm going to take a burn down from there. So underneath pornography is intersectionality, pacifism, esports, male, as in the male, 
taking turns, worship, nostalgia, underdog, anniversaries, jobs, cruises, cheating, cuckold, cult, podcasts, name-calling, nudity, actualization is the hard floor for me. Definitely not as, nowhere near as bad as that, but maybe nowhere near as bad as that. I don't know. That's a pretty big, that's a pretty big band. Um, yeah. Yeah. What do you, th- any, was there any, I can run that again, but yeah, any sense of things, like whether it, better or worse than underdog feels um, like a key question, even better or worse than worship. Um, but yes, uh, any was that helpful at all for you, Chris? Oh, a little bit. I mean, I, th- I thought it's probably above nudity. Mm-hmm. Yep, which we definitely, when we talked about that in this episode, it was, yeah, critical to say that w- what we ranked was the idea of nudity and how useful it is and, the you know, we even even towards, like, the experience of actually being nude and we found that it was more of a complicating, blocking thing to that perfectly lovely experience than, than an assistant to it. Um, but again, listen to the whole episode on that. Yeah, we're in a. There's a few things in there. Ideas that I'm extremely warm on, but which are extremely cost laden. Like obviously name calling, I adore doing, but we found there was a lot of costs in there. Cheating is the one I always bring up. I feel like, yeah, you've got stuff in there, like jobs, super cost laden. Also kind of good in the ways it's good. Mm, worship, I worship was an interesting one. That's a bit above that where we found some, you know, that one's. Nothing, nothing super excellent about it, but kind of, kind of some fun and nice and weirdly wholesome aspects of it. As long as you really downvote the right things under it, which is, which is kind of the same. I mean, it's obviously that's the same with every idea, but I, th- I think it's it's um, comparable in that to heroism, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Worship does feel like the. Do you think it's better? Because there's like a there's like an inherent worship of the fact that you would hold something up to be heroic. Yeah, nostalgia is under nostalgia and underdog are just under worship. I feel like they're worse than heroes. I feel like in terms of the mismapping, yep. as it, not just the not just the way that they both mismap reality, and both of them heroes could definitely be better by having them underneath, having them de-emphasized out of it. Um, absolutely, here. Yeah, I mean that's the question. Worship and heroes. Do they? <laughs> does um, which one? Which idea is better by having the other idea over it or under it? Like is I think heroes. Heroes is better over. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think so too. Like having worship underneath it makes it a little little better, a little easier to calibrate. Cool. So that gives um so above that, taking turns, male, esports, pacifism, intersectionality, pornography above that. If you've got like, do you think any of those are above it? Um, sorry, any of those are below it, sorry. Pornography, intersectionality, pacifism, esports, the male taking turns. I'd probably have it under pornography maybe, but that's, that's only because um, like a, a neutral form of heroism is not too insidious to me. Um, Compared to other things we've looked at, that including a bunch of the ones yeah. that, we, that we just said. Yeah, because I, I think it's if if bounded correctly, it's completely fine. And also, but also, I don't think like if bounded correctly, it's the most essential thing because it's not the only way to share s- stories. Uh, sorry, it's not the only way to to share information about what is is uh like like what makes me really comfortable about not having heroes very highly is that we have val- we have values very highly. We um, do, and I think that's sort of like that's sort of the core 
blood that is poured into this particular vessel to, yeah. to give it life. And, and that's what makes it look good or otherwise, because you're like, oh, well, you know, like, we get yeah. to have an exchange of values here or an, and a, an, a, you know, an, a dialogue around, um, how we want to structure things, um, or that's behave. right. That's right. And, 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 and I think that, yeah, we can have that without, without this particular vessel completely fine. And for full disclosure, like above pornography, there's like 10 or so ideas that are not like, that are also not like transcendentally essential, but I just think I'm just, I just think are super, are just useful, great ideas in a way that heroes doesn't quite come at. So above pornography, it goes up gyms, pets, harm, psychology, academia, acting, taxes, boredom, folly, hyperbole. These are all ideas that I don't think are like vastly better than heroes, but just a bit better, like just a bit better in terms of um, having like particularly unique fun utility um, as an aspect of existence, even if they have costs in them. Uh, but here, heroes has a heroes still has a bit of that. Like that's what we were saying. Like it has its own. This is yeah. This this has kind of become its own bit of the list. The idea of stuff where it's like nah, these the 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 they're good. Like they have the unique tools. Like um and not like essentially transcendental tools, but they're kind of cool unique tools that you can have. But yeah, certainly looking. Yeah, I mean. It's like I'm not the uh, – I know I enjoy having um, – uh, being performatively the person who is um, annoying people with how low we've ranked pets, but, A, pets are still done really well, but, like, I think pets is better than heroes, like, comfortably. Um, yep. pet, yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think the same with gyms and pornography. I think there's an argument yep. for intersectionality being above it as well, just in terms of like, again, it's not, not some incredible all encompassing tool, but it is a little, it is a lens that could help you calibratively with your understanding of heroes. Um, yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe pacifism also above it. That feels again, it, it would, it would bring a calibrating lens, but I don't know if it's like as, yeah, it's just because it's like I, a, I'm hesitant to put any ism above heroes. Yeah, um, no, I see what you're saying. Um, yeah, enough said. Actually. Like, like I, I also understand what you're saying, but I think it's a dangerous. It's too totalizing. Like passive again, path, passivism yeah, yeah. Of, the, of the totalizing ideology stuff we looked at. It was still, you know, it was relatively low harm, but still, yes, still not great, and still not like up where we would want to hyper promote things. So hold on, I'll just make this adjustment to the list to have a look at it and see how it looks. How does it feel? Get a, get that vibe check. Can rank vibe checks at some point. Okay, so that would so what we're looking at 20 40 60 would be the new 64, so kind of smack in the middle of the list. Um, underneath intersectionality and over pacifism. Five spots below pets, five spots above worship. Sorry. Yeah, six spots above worship, about 10 spots above cheating, about, uh, yeah, about 10 spots, <laughs> about 10 spots below boredom, um, about 12 spots below my beloved hyperbole. Yeah, to me, that feels really good. How does that feel to you, Chris? Yeah, yeah, I like it. Yeah. And uh, it's not because there aren't great elements of it. In certain circumstances, and yeah, no, I mean, really, that's a as always. Good, like, it's a pretty good showing. Yeah, I, I feel like it's a, it's it's a, a good showing. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, it's a top-heavy enough list that, like, at the moment, like, uh, like being around the halfway mark is pretty good. Like, I don't think we're really in. Yeah, we're not getting into bad ideas until down in the yeah, like way more down around the eight, way more down around eighty. Like, yeah, like bad, you know 
So, yeah. Around I also think it's the, like, it passes the field test for me because there's like, there's, um, I think like at the start of this conversation, I was like, oh, I guess there's a case for this to be like really, really high or really, really, really low. So that smooth middle. That's that's the I, exact science. <laughs> I think I think it's just the thing that I said where it's um that I d- deftly said earlier, which is just it's just one of those ideas that is so every every bit of it's so embedded with every other bit, like it is just it's a double edged idea. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was yeah. very deft. Thanks. Yeah, I feel like I nailed it. Um, the uh, bits, yeah, the, it is fun to see different as we put more ideas on the list, like different little. Um, precincts and zones and suburbs of the list kind of emerge and with their own flavor. Yeah. And this one, yeah, this yeah. one, this one of stuff where it's just kind of like, oh yeah, the kind of subjectively fun bit of the list where it's like, oh, you know, you wouldn't, you wouldn't kick this stuff out. It's pretty fun unless you really wanted to be really strict. But yeah, thinking of, it still feels like a zone where if we were really coming hard with more like top tier ideas, then it could, it could get bumped down a lot, but it also feels like a lot of ideas are going to be well underneath it. Um, but yeah, just thinking, but the fact that, yeah, it's a little run of ideas that are somewhat distinct to each other, but have their own little flavor of like Mm. fun to stick up for to an extent. Nailed it again. Nailed it again, Chris. We nailed it again. Fun chat. Uh, you know, I think it's one of our longer running times in a little while. So, you know, uh, the Joseph Campbell fans can, uh, have no choice, but, to. Uh, celebrate the time and effort we've put in. If anyone who doesn't know who Joseph hmm. Campbell, Campbell is, we're out of time. Sometimes <laughs> commotions, <laughs>